Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Voices of Forestry podcast. I'm your host, Seth Stevenson, the Communications Coordinator with the Arkansas Forestry Association. And today, this, well, this month, actually, we are sponsored by Farm Credit. We want to thank them for their support of the show. We will hear more from them later on in the episode. But today, I'm joined by Rachel Godwin and David Smith, both with Farm Credit. Today, we're going to be talking about ag land financing. Rachel and David, thank you for joining me. Thank you You're for welcome. asking. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Awesome. So uh, I will be straight, just upfront with both of you. Financing all of this bank talk, uh, I'm very ignorant. <laughs> and so I'm going to be leaning on you guys pretty heavily this episode just to kind of help fill me in and fill our audience in too on what, you know, what people need to know if they want to start financing some ag land. So to get into that, I guess let's just start at the very the, the, the bottom of the barrel question. When we talk about ag land financing, what exactly are we talking about? Sure. And for the record, you know, if I did not work in this job, I would know nothing about it at all. So um, that's that's very common and very okay if you don't know anything about financing. That's why lenders are here to be able to educate you and help you along in the process. So uh, financing ag land, no matter if it is pasture land, woods ground, crop ground, whatever it may be, um, that, you know, we, we provide funds to be able to purchase those lands or refinance those lands if that's what you're looking at. Um, so they can all have a little bit of different processes involved with them, but um, ultimately it's to be able to get funds to refinance or purchase those lands that you need, um, whether if it's for true farming or ranching or if it's recreational land that you may be buying. So it kind of fits into all of those different categories then? Yes, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. Anything awesome. to do with agriculture. Awesome, awesome. So I guess, is there a difference between, like, I would assume most people, and, you know, I just had to learn all this financing stuff because we bought a, my wife and I bought a house a couple years ago. Is it different from that? Is that process the same or are there any differences there? Oh, it's different. It is yeah. different. Okay. Yes. There there's some similarities as far as, yes, we need financial information and yes, we need an application. But um, from a home lending side, there's going to be a whole lot more from a compliance standpoint that mm-hmm. we have to um, that we have to go through. Um, when you buy a home, you're required to give a lot more information on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just due to compliance laws. Whereas when we're financing ag land, um, we kind of have a different set of rules we have to go by. Um, of course, we still need financial information and that sort of thing. But I would say it's probably a whole lot easier of a process okay. to complete. Awesome. The, the land portion. Awesome. The home buying is subject to trid. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of... Uh, regulations that have to be followed in order to get that thing to go through okay okay i just didn't want people thinking oh i you know i bought a house and i know how to finance that so this should be i already know how to how to do this but i guess if it's easier you may already kind of be a little confident walking into that yes we do finance some houses finance home construction and finance houses now we can't finance a house in a uh, town population of over 2500 people Mm. okay all right so i guess where exactly if, if you know someone does want to start financing ag land or you know whatever they want to do with it uh where do they need to start do they need to come to some place like farm credit or is it where do they need to go first well you can uh, get online and submit an application online or you can come by one of the offices and submit an application uh, or give all of your personal information there and then someone there at the office can tell you what you're going to have to put together to bring back in order to do a financial analysis to determine whether you're eligible for the loan or not. 
And my advice, certainly now in the market, it seems like if something comes on the market, it's going to go off the market as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. So right now, if you can be proactive and if you're looking at buying land, you may not know the exact track right now or the amount, but you may have an idea of it. I think it's good to go ahead and start those talks with the lender. Um, That way you could get what would be considered a pre-qualification or a pre-approval that would allow you to, when you go to, when you find that land that you're wanting to buy you already have the approval process done so you can pick up with appraisal which you're halfway through the process at that point Um, so I would encourage anybody that's looking for land you know go ahead and talk to your lenders and figure it out whether if that's farm credit or somebody else find the right fit for you that way you know what you're looking at when you go to buy it and you can pick up from an offer and just keep moving forward and not have any setbacks Um, and that would you know you can call any branch office you can get online to our website you could um just stop by one of our offices so and you anybody that's there would be able to sit down and visit with you about what we need to start the process Mm -hmm. and it's perfectly fine if you don't have the exact tract we would need to know kind of an idea of what you're wanting to spend um but you don't necessarily have to have the exact land that you're buying right now to start the process and that's just going to help you and have more tools in your pocket when you go to make an offer on a land Awesome. So, and that's something you know we we talk about a lot on this show. Is there are plenty of people out there that know so so many things, and you know whether we're talking about forestry consultants or um, you know just a professional with the forestry commission, there are definitely people out there who who are willing to help and who are able to help you if you have any questions and it sounds like this getting that started early just expedites the whole process yes Good. it's it and it's very typical of me to work with somebody for you know over a six-month period maybe they mm-hmm. may come in and say hey Rachel these are my goals this is what I'm wanting to buy where do we need to start um, and we can do some pre-approval work and know that okay you'll be able to be approved for this loan to where it's just an easier process and mm-hmm. a lot of people say oh well, I'm not ready to buy I don't want to go talk to anybody and that you should be proactive in it because mm-hmm. that's our job to be able to help you in this process. Whether if it takes one month or if it takes six months yeah. um, to get it done, that's perfectly fine. And you're not um, bothering anybody by doing that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very, if you can if you can be ahead of it, it's just going to make your purchase go so much easier and not have any setbacks mm-hmm. in it. And I think well, that's, oh, go ahead, David. If, yeah. if you get pre-approved somewhere through us or another lender, then you know uh, about how much you're going to be able to borrow. Mm-hmm. before you go make the deal. So you're not going to make a $10 deal and you can only spend $5 yeah. you know, beforehand. That complicates things when that mm-hmm. happens. And, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I guess, you know, reaching out to someone like you guys just to even start talking about it. And if you never end up buying the land, it's it's probably always a good first step just to talk to you guys to kind of see where their options are out. Is, yes. that, is that right? Am I yes. 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 Okay. And a lot of people might not know in land financing the um, amount down that you would have to put down. And so, mm-hmm. you know, right now in their life, it may not be an option, but they're wanting to work towards that. So that would give them a goal to, okay, I've got to have 20% to put down in my purchase. Mm-hmm. So I know what I have got to do to get there. So, you know, if, if it, that, if buying land is in your future, in your goals, it's always worth having a conversation with a lender up front to where you can be prepared and you know that you can, um, achieve that goal one day. All right. Awesome. So you mentioned the process. Um, let's kind of hop into that for a little bit. I guess when, you know, someone comes to you and says, Hey, I'm looking at some ag land, or I may want to look at ag land in the future. Where, where is it that you start? What's the first step in 
making, you know, uh, have, having this person obtain this land? Sure. So, um, you know, the easiest point is filling out an application, getting that information that you need from a financial standpoint. Um, no matter what you're buying, it's always a good idea to know where your tax returns are, mm -hmm. um, whether if your accountant emails them or if you have them, but if you have them with you, um, that speeds up the process. So, um, you know, we may not need many years of them. We may just need one year, but know where your tax returns are and where you can get your income from. Know what your gross farm income is, that sort of thing, or just gross non-farm income. Also, um, having a balance sheet. So it doesn't have to necessarily be accountant prepared. Of course, the complexity of your financials depends upon what is required, but just having in your head, okay, these are my assets and these are my liabilities. And that makes it go faster. Knowing what your vehicles, equipment, land that you currently own is worth, that helps the process go faster and makes yeah. it a lot more um, seamless on, on both ends mm -hmm. um, for, for both the lender and the customer. Um, so having that together, you know, um, having an idea of your financial standpoint, having an idea of what all your payments are on any liabilities that you may have. That's the first start is, you know, gathering the information and getting it together um, in the process. So mm -hmm. you would, you'd gather that information, you'd get it together. Um, once you're approved or pre-approved, you, if you find that track of land and you make an offer, um, once the offer is made, you proceed on with getting an appraisal of the property. Um, and if the appraisal comes back and we're good to go there, you would go on to title work and closing. So those are kind of the, the big basic steps of a, uh, of a loan process, um, with the majority of the work being on the front end. So as much work you can do ahead of coming to your lender and getting your taxes together and have an idea of your assets and liabilities, that's just going to make it go so much faster. The amount of the loan that you're requesting will dictate uh, what you're going to have to provide financial information. If you're requesting a few million dollars, you know, sure, you're going to have to provide more financial information than you would if you're only asking for a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Sure. Okay. So that that's a big factor then. Sure. In what you need to have prepared. Definitely, yeah. risk is going to um, dictate what we would require up front. Um, you know, the higher the mm -hmm. dollar, the more information. Adds I mean, up. it's just as simple as that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's just, I guess, getting over that initial hump of getting all of your stuff together once you've got that down it just sounds like i say a breeze but you're spending you know and if, a lot of money if, if you have an accountant prepare your taxes for you every year then yes first step go to mm -hmm. your accountant your accountant can print all that stuff out for you uh, okay. and, and have that and more than likely he's going to have a balance sheet too so you can get that if you don't have a balance sheet we can give you a blank form uh help you fill one out or you can take it home fill it out yourself just be reasonable on mm -hmm. what you place on your balance sheet don't don't put down a half a million dollar home for a hundred and fifty thousand dollar home that you have because all of that stuff's going to be checked mm -hmm. uh, by the loan officers regardless of whether it's us or another lender it's going to be checked so yeah i would assume that you, you guys go through that with a fine-tooth comb especially if you're you know loaning out big chunks of money to folks so okay but but all your lenders do that that's, yeah that's yeah. across the board mm -hmm. so how long in this you may not have like a you know set in stone answer for this, but on average, I guess, how long does this process usually take? Uh, from start to finish, it should take 30 to 45 days. Okay. Any more, it depends on everyone that's doing appraisals, everyone mm -hmm. that's doing title work, everybody's behind. So 
and then if it has to have a survey, uh, you're probably not going to get it closed out in 45 days because mm -hmm. it's, it, a lot of times it takes 60 to 90 days for us to get a survey back. Okay, wow. Okay, and that's assuming you found a piece of land that you're actually wanting and you're not just kind of getting things right. prepped. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. And you may not have to have a survey. That mm -hmm. may be uh, something that you don't have to have. Typical process, 30 to 45 days, probably at a minimum. Okay, all right. Well, I tell you what, guys, we're going to actually take a quick break real quick to hear more from Farm Credit, uh, our sponsor for this month. So we will be back here in a few seconds. Farm Credit understands all things ag, including timber. Rural America has trusted Farm Credit for reliable, long-term financing for more than 100 years. Financing farms, timber, rural homes, agribusinesses, and more is all they do, which means they do it really well. Farm Credit is committed to the timber industry. They have experienced staff who understand the financing needs of timber producers and timber operations. Call Farm Credit today for long-term competitive rates that will support your timber operations' success. Farm Credit of Western Arkansas, the timber lending specialist, equal housing lender. All right, thank you once again to our sponsor this month, Farm Credit. We appreciate, again, their support of the show. Uh, so, guys, uh, I guess we're kind of nearing the end of our conversation here, but what are... I know you guys are a specific company, uh, Farm Credit. Thank you again. Um, but what are some different financing options available to people that they can look into? Let me correct something right quick. We're, uh -oh, we're actually a cooperative. Are you? Okay. Yes, we're owned by our customers. Owned by your customers. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And as far as um, different options, you know, from from a Farm Credit standpoint, we offer different products that you could you could. Um, look at getting when financing land, whether if that is a fixed rate product where your um, no, your interest rate stays the same during the life of the loan, or if that's an adjustable rate product where you know it may be fixed for three or five or seven years and then it would adjust. And that really depends upon um, your goal with that land and the risk that you want in that land. Um, but we offer a range of different products through there um, to best fit your needs um you know i have a lot of people that come to me and want to build 40 acres that they're going to build on eventually and they may go with an adjustable rate up front and then we turn around and put it on a fixed rate um a lot of times in buying timberland if you're going to buy some young pine and you're going to have that in your portfolio for a long time you may want to put that on a fixed rate it's going to lower your risk that rate's not going to change during the life of the loan um, so that's definitely a um, good tool to be able to provide to customers to be able to take those risks out as far mm -hmm. as interest rates adjusting and um, i would like to say one neat thing about farm credit um, we offer we're probably one of the only lenders that offer a long-term fixed rate on real estate and a neat thing about us is every 12 months you're eligible for an interest rate conversion so you may get a 20-year loan and you may have paid into it for five years and you may call us up and say hey can you do anything about my rate and we have an interest rate conversion option that we could offer you where your rate would go down during the life or go down potentially depending upon what rates are doing but you don't have to refinance it so it doesn't have near the fees involved as a mm -hmm. as a full-blown refinance would be so that's neat I always like to say once closing your rates not going to go up if you do the fixed rate option but it has potential to go down through the life of the loan without refinancing that and uh, customers have a yeah. hard time believing that that they can that the <laughs> bank will loan them uh redo their note mm -hmm. at no ch well there's a slight chart but it doesn't it's not like a refinance mm -hmm. and uh, they end up with a maybe a percent less interest rate than what they had previously which is a big deal yes. big deal For yeah sure. it can save you a lot of money yeah. over the life of the loan and i'm assuming this may go without saying but i'm going to say it anyways uh i'm assuming this 
these options are a big part of the conversation that you guys would have with someone coming in to the office to talk about what they want to do, right? Definitely. Um, you know, farm credit, like David said, we're a cooperative. And so we give back a portion of our profits to our customers through mm-hmm. a patronage refund every year. Um, so that's a that's a big hit to be able to tell customers that, hey, we put, we put money back in your pockets once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely an advantage. And that's something, you know, another part of our toolkit that we offer, <laughs> that we offer customers. Um, and any, any loan officer can sit down and visit with you about the products that we offer. Again, if you're interested, I would encourage you to go to our website, which is um, myaglender.com, or to stop by and call one of our offices. And we anybody would be happy to sit down and visit with you about different products and the steps and everything. You know, a, a big portion of my week may be just talking to customers Mm -hmm. um and that's perfectly fine because we're we're happy to sit down and let you know what farm credit is because a lot of people just don't know what we are so yeah yeah well i guess i would be remiss if being a voices of forestry podcast if we didn't talk about timberland Um, and david i think this is kind of your bread and butter from what i understand but do you specifically have any uh, advice i guess for people who want to own timberland or are looking at a piece of land to grow timber on well i think the the, what we've already covered is a big part of that and that's get all your financial information get all your ducks Mm -hmm. in a row before you go apply for the loan as to what you're going to do what you're not going to do it really makes a big difference and i know we've talked about this a little bit too when we uh, spoke to our forestry consultant you know having an idea or being a little bit prepared goes a long way. Um, you know, if you don't know what you want to do and you're just coming to someone saying, well, I don't know, that's not going to get you anywhere. But it, and the same goes here. If you have stuff ready and you kind of have an idea, that idea can be molded later on, but you at least have something to bring to the table. Well, it builds confidence with your lender, yeah. whether it's us or someone else. Mm-hmm. It builds confidence with them that you kind of know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, like I said, I think we kind of, you know, touched on everything. Is there anything, though, that I'm missing that you guys want to touch on real quick before we start wrapping things up? I would just say don't don't hesitate to reach out um, mm-hmm. and ask. Um, a lot of people can be intimidated by this process, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's, it may be something totally out of your realm and what you know, but it's not intimidating. There are people there that can help walk you through the whole steps of it. Like I said earlier, if I didn't work in this profession, I would know nothing about it so mm-hmm. um don't hesitate to pick up the phone call even if you're not intending to buying right now but like i said you want to you want to be prepared do that mm-hmm. make that phone call um and be prepared because it's only going to make the process a whole lot easier throughout the way um and if you're purchasing land will will thrill your seller uh, mm-hmm. in in having an easy closing so um please be sure to reach out i would like to say um thank you to the arkansas forestry association for having us on and being able to provide this for timberland owners i think it's neat all the different topics that y'all have had Um, and so I would like to say thank you for today and allowing us to be on yeah well yeah and thank you guys and yet it doesn't hurt to just have a conversation right right pick up the phone give you guys a call or give someone a call just to have a conversation to kind of see what's up yes so awesome well Rachel David again thank you guys so much for joining us today we really appreciate it and we also want to give a special thank you to farm credit 
for their sponsorship of this month's episode. Uh, you can catch more of our episodes. Uh, we've, we've got a bunch of different topics that you can go back and listen to some of our older episodes. We have new episodes airing the first Friday of every month. We, as always, we want to give a special thank you to some guy named Rob slash Rob McCormick for the use of our theme song, The Same Love. That's off of his album, The Folkster. You can find his music on Spotify. And we'll have a link to his website to see more of his stuff in the description of this episode. Well, I think that's it. Join me next month as we have a new topic, a new discussion, and a new voice of forestry.